Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Daria. Talking to me? Hello and welcome to Arya Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon podcast hosted by two Australian comedians. My name's Ben Vanell. The other guy on the show's name is Adam Knox. That's me. Uh, I'm glad that people maybe already know our names from Game of Thrones because if they had to learn our names for this as well, then there's going to be a whole lot of fucking name learning and forgetting and learning again and turning on subtitles to see what their name was. Uh, And uh, I mean, if our names were like Arthur Knox and Adam Knox, (laughs) or like, you know, um, Adam (laughs) Knox and Adam Knox. Adam (laughs) <laughs> My yeah. favorite name so far. We'll get into it properly, but the the thing that stands out to me the most about we're here for the, the House of the Dragon starter. We're going to be doing recaps for every episode. This one's called the Heirs yeah. of the Dragon. Um, mm. the the fact that main character's best friend is named Allison t- <laughs> is the funniest <laughs> fake Game of Thrones <laughs> name. Just chucking a fucking Q somewhere in a regular yep. name. Yep. Or you know. I love, I love Alison. Alison. It's Alison Millicent. (laughs) Um, There's some stupid Um, names in this already um, that I didn't quite pick up on watching the show uh, or the episode. There's like a guy called Hobart. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I missed Hobart. He's he's from the house of uh, Launceston, right? (laughs) Or he lives near there. Yeah, he lives near there. He's one of the high towers apparently. And like there's a a guy called uh, Lyman Beesberry. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite ice cream flavour. <laughs> I love lime and beesberry. Uh, but yeah, we did the preview episode last week where we, you know, watched a, a bit of behind the scenes stuff and um, still couldn't really, um, I think, imagine what the show would be, what the plot would be and why it would be uh, potentially as engaging as Game of Thrones. But I think this first episode... Uh, I, I liked it, and I think it did a really good job at pitching itself as as a, a show that needs to exist. Yeah, I, I'll say right away, I kind of loved it, I think. I mm. really enjoyed myself watching this. It felt like the proper height of Game of Thrones feelings. I was getting some version of them, of like the sort of tension during the, the, the um, intercut uh, jousting and, oh. and birth scene mixed yeah. with like the fucking hard to watchness of that mm. the creepy relationships implied with like the king and alicent <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> if something <laughs> fucked happens to her i'm not going to be able to take it seriously <laughs> you've got uh. like the comedy fucked happening with like someone pointing at somebody else and being like raper <laughs> which like just why can't yeah. why wouldn't they say ist I it's think- not that 
I think that is that is the term that was used in like real life as well in like you know the the equivalent the dark ages or whatever. It's real stupid. Well, it's an awful word to make sound wacky. Yeah, they they had everything. They had all the fucking you know. It was every Game of Thrones thing, but without it feeling pandering or forced mm. and setting up a yeah a new set of characters and story enough shots of meaningful looks between people yes. that it felt like there's going to be some depth between how these people interact with each other so i'm excited to watch this series thankfully yeah God, i was nervous going in oh me too such a relief i yeah i was talking to someone else before and and they were like you know what what did you think what you know did it live up to your expectations and i was was kind of like well i, d- I think my expectations were quite low um, my hopes were high, but my expectations were low. So I think that this episode definitely exceeded those expectations. Um, I think it's yeah. really, really like, um, really maturely and like steadily put together in terms of like the pre, the well, the prologue. I guess sets up the motivations of of a couple of the lead characters really, really well, um, and it reestablishes mm-hmm. the world. Uh, it introduces us to yeah, what it was like in Game of Thrones world. Uh, almost 200 years ago really well and and then yeah he introduces every uh, character in a very natural but also you know meaningful way it's i I think it was really well put together i thought so too um should we just go through it i guess let's do it yeah so yes it does start with that um prologue thing we've got a little uh, narrator uh, who is initially unknown and is, yeah, I guess revealed to be uh, <laughs> Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. <laughs> is it Rhaenyra or was it Rhaenyra's mum? Because oh. didn't she say that her mother something? God, we're already confused about which characters <laughs> are which. Okay, well, whoever it's it was, literally... they, they, they're like, yeah. Um, the Targaryens are the ruling dynasty. They've got 10 adult dragons. They've got ten nukes. No other world power can stand against them, and uh, and the only thing that can tear it down is uh, is itself. But there's yeah, King Jaehaerys is on the throne. There's been years of peace and prosperity, but he, both his sons have died for yep. whatever reason, some sort of tragic death. But he uh, convenes a council to choose an heir, and they choose his like male brother mm. rather than his uh, or his male younger nephew or something yeah what is the relationship uh, like his i think there's his daughter and also her cousin or something like that <laughs> he's not directly the king's son no he's whatever not whatever it is no he's a, i think he might be a nephew or um yeah because he's too young to be a younger brother uh oh uh yeah, it's his grandson the, it's his grandson <laughs> i think it's uh, but because that's the other thing, there's Princess Rainus Targaryen, who so she's yes. still around. These are all characters who are, mm. you know, present later on. Uh, yes. This guy's dead. The, this the former king, but yeah, the prologue's only like what t- ten ten years ago or something, if if that. Because uh, right. oh no, sorry, because because uh, um, Viserys's wife is pregnant with Rhaenyra, so it's like twenty years ago, I guess. Yeah, so there's Rhaenys Targaryen. She's his eldest descendant, the king's eldest descendant yes. in some way. Yes. But then her younger cousin is Prince Viserys, mm-hmm. and he's also being considered. So I guess her cousin could still be. And then I think we're still talking sister wives and all that shit with the, Quite with possibly. the Targaryens. I, I think this recap I'm reading says they're both his grandchildren, 
to of different right. you know um the, the different families <laughs> different you know kids in between um and she's the yeah. eldest so she, yeah yeah and obviously she's older but a woman yeah. he's younger but a man and it goes the way of the man because that's how this world does things. Yeah. And if you were to do a decision other than that, it may well cause some turmoil. <laughs> Hopefully that won't be necessary again for some time. No, no, I forgot how the episode ended, so I'm I'm happy to agree with you there. <laughs> um uh, yeah, so yeah. Viserys is chosen. Uh, and I guess, yeah, the, the 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 dynasty's power switches to that arm of the family, of which, yeah, th- there's already like a bunch of kids and grandkids and cousins and shit, so there's a lot of people who have sort of been vying yeah. for this power and will continue to vie for it. And so a bunch of these people are from houses that we didn't really touch on that much in Game of Thrones. So like Hightower, I kind of don't remember who was from Hightower. I remember the name being around, but it's not. As in from from Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember it at all, to be honest. Um. I feel like they might have had something to do with the veil or something. Maybe it was Catelyn a Hightower before she was a Stark. I think not. Uh, no, she I don't think else. so. They were those fish. I I do think that they were basically like swerved around for like um yeah you know uh, uh, Tullys were they Tullys? They were Tullys. No. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, yeah. They just sort of compacted a bunch of characters a little bit. Um, yeah. But but that's yeah. The High Tower is one of the uh, key families in in House of the Dragon. The, the Hand of the King yeah. is, is Otto Hightower, played by, to me, an unrecognisable Reese Iffens. He's great in this. Yeah. He was yeah. my favourite performer. I thought he was a Lannister at first because of the fucking voice he was doing. Yes, but, uh, he's very got a Charles Dancy. He's Charles Dance voice. Yeah. He's, he's Charles, you know, what's similar to a dance? Mm. A, uh, a jig? <laughs> Charles Jig. Yeah, all right. A jig is just a dance, though, but, yeah, he's Chuck D- Jig. <laughs> yep. Um... <laughs> And then, so yeah, the other people who were there, so married to the one who would have been queen mm. is, I forget his name, but he's from a similar house to Targaryen, but isn't a Targaryen, but he's got the blonde hair, but he's a, a verse something. He's, his name is Corlys Valerian, but I assumed... Valer, yeah. I don't know why. I assumed that he took <laughs> her name, because Valerian is like a big... Thing and I, but I thought it was like related to it was like a branch of Targaryen. But I guess you're right. She took his name because she is yeah. a woman. Um, and yeah, in this fictional world, apparently, uh, men are prioritized. It's crazy to get your head around. Um, it's, it's man, be like it's the same as making the small change of Alison. Yeah. <laughs> like women are taken slightly less seriously here than maybe, but kind of. Yeah. We, we all know that it's Allison. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess why I was getting confused is because all of their weapons and all of the great magical weapons of the show are from made from Valerian steel. So uh, yeah. I, it's like it's stupid because that like Lan- Lannisters had them and 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 you know uh, Jon Snow had one as well. But I guess Valerian is you know that's his family and that they have the mines or whatever you know. And they're from back in the old world before Pe- the the Targaryens came across the sea. That was all Valeria. Right. The dragon is named Valeria or something. There's a mm. lot of Valeralls. Yes. So, uh, same as watching Game of Thrones for the first time. I'm a little all over the shop on who's who, but mm. that obviously 
is by design to throw you into the world and make you feel like you're part of this pre-existing place and yep. will become more and more clear as the uh, the season goes on. I, I think um, I, I'm clear with, like, if you just ask me about the people and who they liked and disliked, you know, and what they want right. to do, I'm fine. The names I don't have yet... Um, uh, or uh, it's yeah. just yeah, I, I'm not quite there. But uh, in terms of yeah, establishing who they are, what they want, what they want to do, and yeah, how they feel about each other, I reckon that 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 was nailed in this episode. Yes, and I and I'm I want to see it unravel because there, mm. like I, there were a lot of scenes where they had just the right amount of cutting to someone raising their eyebrows a little bit yes. and having a little thought about what someone else had said that I was like, oh, what's going on there? Nothing yeah. yet. Nothing yet. But there'll be something at some point. Who thinks what about who? Yeah. Um, so we, After the, the Lord no... of the rings kind of Galadriel thing, we get mm-hmm. a um, big dragon flying shot. The first bit of the budget gets very much spent here. Well, I reckon they, they had to cut out a credit sequence. <laughs> they ran out of money oh, for sure. that. Because uh, there yeah, isn't it, one. No, there's just like the sort of Targaryen medallion-y kind mm. of thing flies towards the screen, which I'd be happy if they just leave it at boop, 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 boop. And they, I like yeah. the little bits of remixes of the music and stuff yes. like that, though. That was yes. working well. Totally. Oh, yeah, and you get a little thing saying, you know, Daenerys Targaryen is 172 years away. Yeah, yeah. It, but yeah. then, yeah, we get a ton of money poured into this dragon flying over... Um, I guess King's Landing. It is, yeah. That's where, where they. That's where they are, yeah. Because they keep talking about other places that are still relevant. It's it's cool hearing. It you know like, I guess if you were going to do this with Earth, it's like people going, "He went down to Istanbul." You mean Constantinople? <laughs> it used to be called that. Yes, yes and yes. like, I, you're getting a bit of that sort of stuff. But uh, what's the name? Ray uh, Rihanna. <laughs> what's Rihanna's name? Rhaenyra. Our, essentially Rhaenyra, our main, that's uh, it our, Maybe our main character It seemed kind of is positioned that way for this episode But who knows Yeah Yep uh, Rhaenyra She's uh, capable of flying one of these ten dragons And she comes on home on one to uh, some big Night's Watch guy King's mm. Guard man mm-hmm. who's Sir like Harold Sort of friendly Sir Harold is he, he? Yes he is Is He's that Sir with two Harold. D's or something? To us <laughs> Is it really? Yes. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, I love the for, ones that are just a R. normal R. R. name with two... Oh, man. <laughs> Call him Barreled or something, at least, rather than just doubling an R. I Great. know. But, yeah, we get to Harold, who's, I guess, yeah, like a, a knight of, of, of this, of King's Landing. He's not like a... He's not a Targaryen or even a Hightower. He's a Westerling, apparently. Don't know if, what that means. Um, right, but he's yeah, like a bodyguard, basically. Immediately, he seems trustworthy and capable to me because he's got a Scottish he's accent. A, maybe that's why. Yeah, I'm in Scotland right now, I'm, yep. I, I feel attached to. Him. But he's got like a sort of Mike from Breaking Bad kind of presence going on. Yes, yep, a little bit. Uh, and we we get introduced to her. I'm gonna say her parents think that she's a friend. Yep, a good friend. Probably very, a close a confidant. Very, <laughs> they're living friends. Yeah, that's what they are. Yep. Uh, they very much seem to have something going on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've explored it yet. They're still quite young. <laughs> but uh, this is um, this is Alicent. Alicent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the names that I remember, I'm gonna forget <laughs> when trying to attach them to a face that I'm looking at. Um. 
so yeah, I, one other thing is that where the dragon lands is like the dragon, the dragon pit, I think it's called, um, which doesn't mm. exist anymore in Game of Thrones. Um, but no. it's like the, the big There's dragon some, stable. Some very soot-faced kind of scared-looking mm. uh, dragon handlers who just have the absolute worst job. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're packing the dragons away and 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 yeah, Renera's back home, mm. um, traveling through and and uh, like everything seems pretty chill. Yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. stopping and and ca- you know waiting for her to walk past while they're carrying their baskets around in the yep. court. Everyone gets who's in power, what the structure is. We all understand how this works, and nothing's gonna upset that. Yeah, I mean they've got dragons. Like you know, it's pretty clear who's in charge. There's not much you can do about fighting a dragon uh, unless you uh, you get impregnate that dragon mm-hmm. and make that dragon die horrifically in childbirth <laughs> in a scene in the middle of an episode. Yep, true. But So yeah, Rhaenyra goes and checks on her mum and uh, her mum's pregnant. Hey, you'll love She's... this. Her mum's name is yeah. Emma with an A at the start. Emma? Yeah, it's yeah. God damn it! Well, like it's I thought, a- I heard a- them e. say Queen Emma at one yeah. point, and I was like, okay, there's got to be more to it than that. Yeah, AE, like uh, like Elon Musk and Grimes's kid. It starts with AE. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer. It's sick getting a new bunch of these names. I do prefer the ones that sound like normal names, like Harold and Emma. I like. I'm not. I'm not reading them when they're uh, doing the show. Rhaenyra and reading that and then re- trying to remember if it's pronounced the way it looks like it should be or not is, um, that's, yeah. yeah, that's tougher. Rhaenyra sounds like an STI. It does. I'm not I'm not sure I love the word Rhaenyra. Yeah. And I think we're past the age of people naming their actual kids after Game of Thrones characters. So oh. I think I'm safe in saying that. Yep. I, I hope you're right. I wonder how many Daenerys has got changed back. Or changed to one of the normal names off the list. I don't know. I hope all the Daenerys's out there are looking after themselves. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they 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 have a little chat. Rhaenyra and her pregnant mum. Yep. Not nothing really going on there. They seem to be like um, a little iffy on her riding the dragon. It seems like they think yes. it's a little unsafe. Uh, yeah, um, a little unsafe. It's something that maybe a guy should be doing. You know, like a guy, like if he was a, a male, you know, right. heir who was a soldier and shit like that. She's getting a bit of like Arya Stark vibes about her of like, you can't exactly. do what the boys do. And then, yeah, her mum underlines she's that. She's the only kid at this point. Yeah. Yeah. The mum is like, hey, getting pregnant is the dangerous thing that you're supposed to do. Um, right. So, you know, that's just uh, the duty of a, of a noble woman. I think she says the birth bed is our battlefield, mm-hmm. which like threw me back into working in call centers and shit like that. And then being like, this phone is your sword <laughs> and being like, you fucking cunt. Fuck oh, you. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, love is a battlefield. <laughs> the only one I'll accept. Yep. Um, and then we go and see the King's court yes. for the first time. And this court is exactly the same as what we're used to from game of thrones all the same types of people are yep. sitting there and sniveling along that table <laughs> it's great uh it's interesting got- it's interesting because yeah it uh it kind of has the appearance surface level of a pretty stable you know situation like there's a good mix of voices mm. the 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 king doesn't seem like a fucking idiot you know like we had uh no. robert in in game of thrones who was a drunk and you know a bit of a dickhead 
we've had all the evil people. We've had, yeah. Um, he, he at least, uh, you know, initially uh, looks like maybe he's a good king. Like the good King Bran, who we'll end up with. Yeah. The future King Bran. Absolutely. Who everyone's happy with yeah, in the yeah. world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, Thingo, so what's Dreadlock's name? Corliss. It's not a good name. Corliss, that's it. Yeah. No, so it's uh, like an empty apple. It's Corliss. <laughs> That's how you're gonna remember it. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, so Apple. Yep. <laughs> is uh, kind of talking about some like there's three houses that are calling themselves the Triarchy. They're yep. causing trouble with some shipping routes. We've got to look after them, and no one's really taking him seriously. Mm. Everyone's kind of ignoring it and like talking over him a bit. Uh, Rihanna comes home and she's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm under my umbrella here." And they're like, "Hey, yeah, sick, dude." And like, no one really. He he clearly is being made to look a little bit like he's feeling a bit impotent at this court, and maybe is. Yep, one hundred percent. It yeah, it's the, a triarchy whose admiral is called Kragus Drehar, but his nickname is the Crab Feeder, which I yeah love. It's very evocative. I I guess he's feeding people to crabs. I can picture the crab feeder. I reckon he's got one eye that's got a big scar through it. Yep. And he's always walking sideways. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Corliss totally, so yeah, Lord, uh, totally disregarded by everyone else there. Totally. And so we've got another maester and another like master of coin. Mm-hmm. And they seem like snivelly little cunts there. Yep. They're, that Beesbury is one of them. But they're yeah. like... The real, oh, well, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm a touch of God, blah. Mm-hmm. They've got that shit too. Then one other guy who's like some ineffectual nothing guy. Yep. They're all the yes men keeping their heads down. Same exact little poisonous crew that we get from a bunch of different Game of Thrones eras. Yeah. And then you've got Otto Hightower, who is Reese Iphens, who is, he, he seems like he's got a head on his shoulders. He's the hand of the king. And mm-hmm. he seems like he's got the king's best interests at heart, the kingdom's best interest. Like, he seems as though he kind of knows what he's doing and seems okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very even-tempered and very, you know, balanced and and feels like a, a reliable hand of the king. And, and, yeah, at this point, there's no reason to doubt that. Yeah. Um, And they're, they're, they're having a chat about how they reckon that she's having a boy. Yeah. The Queen. Yeah, and this is where... He's had a dream about him coming out with his uh, a crown on his head. I think he tells this to her in the bath later, but mm. like, there's, he's certain it's a boy, and it's, we find out later that it's because of a vision. Yeah, um, which apparently all the Targaryens get. They're, it's a genetic thing. They'll have crazy dreams. Well... Call me a Targaryen because I've been having fucking nightmares over here in Edinburgh for some reason. I don't know if it's like the jet lag or something, but every night I've gone to sleep, there's been some new fucking problem my brain's found with something. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, I was going to say, the yeah, this obsession with the male heir, which makes sense. You know, it fucked up that whole previous succession thing. Like there were no male heirs right. to directly. And um, it's like, you know, any sort of medieval or... Um, sort of aristocratic fiction and also history that you read it, this is a huge obsession like yeah real life queens and stuff get you know yeah. fucking 
killed off because they don't provide male heirs. So it's it's you know it's clearly important, but it does seem to be uh, clouding his sort of uh, reason a little bit. I, I I thought anyway. Every day back then was for the boys, not just Saturdays. <laughs> It was every single day was for the boys. And so if you don't have the boys, yeah. what are you going to do all week? Yeah. That's you don't have the boys, the, you I, can't play with your toys. I don't know if the subtitles I'm reading are correct, but that's exactly what the episode I've got a copy of says. <laughs> um, and then we go over to the throne room, like getting reintroduced to all these very games at Game of Thronesy places. Yes. Even when... A little earlier on, they well, you know, after she lands, and I think when they go into the room where um, the queen is is sitting there being pregnant, being looked after, I'm pretty sure that the shot we kind of come back from the overview of King's Landing through to, yeah, I think this is the room where fucking Joffrey's brother throws himself off of the balcony. Oh, in right. In 50, 70 years. Right, right, right. I, I definitely know they walk. It is the Red Keep. Um, and they walk across like the chessboard um, courtyard thingy. So I think you're, you're probably yeah. right. And I think they have included that stuff purposefully to give everyone watching a real touch point of like, remember this, this is where you are, you know, yeah. overlay this stuff in your brain over Game of Thrones and, and you know, you'll feel a bit more, uh, you know, comfortable with what's happening. It's a it's a cool thing about being again here in Edinburgh. I'm, we're recording this on opposite sides of the planet. Um, the fact that buildings really do just if someone dies in that building or whatever, or if something horrible happens on that corner, it's they're still going to build a fucking pizza express there or whatever <laughs> later on. Like yep. there's a corner where they used to burn witches. Fuck here in Scotland. Fuck. If you were a witch, they put you here, and that's where there's like. <laughs> People dressed up as fucking Yoda pretending to hover off the street asking for coins. <laughs> it's bizarre that the one world carries every event you've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, go to the throne room. Yoda's hovering over the throne there. Um, is the throne bigger and more swords on it than Game of Thrones? I feel like I read that they There's tried definitely, to do that. Yeah. There's more swords to the left and the right, for mm. sure. Yeah. Those swords on the steps, I don't really remember being there, but uh, I'm not. Maybe the throne is a little swordier. Mm. But uh, tell you what's very much sorted is mm. the idea that someone other than the king would sit there, fucking <laughs> traitorous little ass on this uh, sword throne. But that's exactly what Damon Targaryen has done. Yes. Um, Matt Smith finally being cast in a role where he's meant to be acting smarmy. <laughs> and it. <laughs> yeah Totally yeah. works It turns he has, out He's got villain cheekbones I'm sorry But like uh, Yeah you're right I think finally He's been really well cast And I I thought he was great I, I, I like his performance I'm loving him um, He's Both He has a real balance Of like Seeming like a dick But also Seeming Somewhat like He's kind of Knows what he's doing And is not just doing it For selfish reasons Like he Right I guess we'll get to it When, when it happens But yes He he uh, here uh, has a conversation with uh, Rhaenyra, um, his niece, because he is the younger brother of uh, Viserys, yeah. the king. Um, he's been off fucking around, but he's be- you know very rarely in the capital apparently because no one likes him. Right, his brother, his brother is the king, and his brother, you know, seems to. Uh, 
want to look after him. Yep. In in whatever way he can, but that at this point has been like basically sending him off to boot camp and whatever, like getting him out of there, giving him some fucking odd little jobs to do mm. where mm. he's not around to make a nuisance of himself. Yeah. And the second he gets back, he starts making a nuisance of himself. Like, yeah. he's sitting on the throne. Him and his niece seem to have a bit of a weird thing going on. Yep. I don't know if he'd call her his niece or if he would pronounce it nice, <laughs> but he gives her some necklace, again, made of Valyrian steel, and yep. they are speaking in whatever language that was, dragonish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that language called that they speak? I guess Valerian. Yeah, high, high Valerian, right? That's what Daenerys used to talk in. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hi, Valyrian. I'm dad. Um, and they, yeah, they, they reconnect and he's here. And she seems to be, you know, pretty okay with his hijinks. Yeah. It, it's whatever that vibe was, it was definitely mutual. And I, uh, at least I think that's what it's meant to be uh, portrayed as. Yeah. Yeah. They got a, they got that. They, they understand each other, it seems like. Yeah. Um, much like uh, Rihanna and Alicent. Mm-hmm. Understand each other, lying in each other's laps, reading books. Oh. Huh, these guys are good friends. <laughs> wow! You think? I mean, I that's so good that they can split the cost of a bed between themselves. <laughs> to, to why use two bedrooms? You're right. You guys are friends. You can is, sleep in the same room. Is this just meant to be a real hedonistic period where everyone's just okay with everything? Because uh, man, there's some fucking uh, there's an orgy later on. <laughs> There is an orgy later on. I get the impression that they would not be okay with this. Right. These guys don't seem to know it yet. I think they're in love with each other. I don't yep. know if they're certain of that yet, but yep. I reckon that's going to start coming into stuff. Very interesting. But it, yeah, it's a similar it's a similar type of um you know sex is recreational vibe mm-hmm. for rich people uh that they had in Game of Thrones as well. True. And they're talking about history, and Rihanna turns out to know her history but doesn't necessarily have any respect for it. Oh, that's right, she's, yeah. She's a little bit wild. She's wild, but she's capable. I guess that's the point. She's like, I'd yeah. rather be fucking flying around on dragons, bitch, but I do know who the Lord right. of Blah Blah is. And you know what? I've misremembered. This is where we see that balcony where, um, God, what was his name? Tommen, right? Joffrey's brother. Tommen, 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 yeah. that's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's a location where a king died, and then we're, we're seeing this king, we're zooming back out, he's got some fucking disgusting pus that they get right up close in on Yeah. On his back. Something's I, going on with him. I mean, it's. I know it's not real, so it's hard to like guess what it is, but I, I assumed like it's like a cancerous thing or something. Like, they're just like, Maybe. oh, it's a wound that doesn't heal, which I do believe is like a symptom of like a skin cancer or something. Um, I've t- I've taken it to mean that it's like, oh, okay, he's he's got a, he's, there's a ticking clock on this succession plan. A hundred thousand percent. Yeah. This king's going to die before this season is over. Yeah. I would guess. To be clear as well, if people don't know, we haven't read the book that this is based on. We're purely doing this about the show. So any predictions we make are fresh out of just seeing the television show as it yes. is. Yep. Um and um, I know it's like a it's apparently like a short story even. <laughs> like it's not but it's I you right. know, uh, yeah, we'll probably read it. Uh, actually no, never <laughs> because it's apparently spans it's like a high level story that spans a lot of, it's more like a history. It's like reading a history. Yeah. So um yeah, we're, we're just about the show. Please don't spoil uh, any any major events for us. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, please don't. Because, yeah, I am more interested in watching the way they put the shows together. Mm. Um, yeah, they go and have a chat in the bath, the king and his, uh, and the, the king and his queen. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> That's literally what they are. The bath. <laughs> um, um, and she's telling him about like, you know, they chat about some other stuff, but then she's like, this is the last fucking time I'm having a kid. I swear to God. Oh yeah. I've had all this trouble with the last few that we've tried to have. We're having this fucking crazy tournament celebration for someone who you think is going to be a son. And then he's like, I don't think. I dream it, mm. so I know. Mm. She's like, that's stupid as hell, but all right. And what's the prophecy? It's something like he's going to come out wearing a crown and then there'll be clanging of swords and things like that. And that, um, and then there's something at the end of this little <laughs> dream he had. I don't remember. I don't remember the dream. Um, he places his son upon the Iron Throne. I mean, that obviously doesn't happen. The bells of the sept and all the dragons roared as one. Oh, yep. I don't know if it's going to end up sort of, uh, you know meaning anything seeing as later on that kid's going to be dead but yeah yeah uh maybe uh, if anything it means that the dreams are fallible and you should not be banking on them coming true yes um like the dream of having a penis <laughs> which is a dream rudely snatched away from someone in this next scene as uh yeah matt smith starts um imposing his will on the new on the city watch that he is newly the the head of that's his yes. his new title that they've been given they've given him to keep him busy yeah he's like all right you want me to stop crime but no one could commit crimes if they don't live yeah and he starts chopping off limbs and cutting off heads a big fucking crazy night on the town for all these uh city watch people yeah the gold cloaks which yeah i think the the mm. thing was like yeah, they say it later. He, they just have shunted Damon around and until there's he can have a, a a role that is like befitting his status, but also takes him away from where the big men make the decisions. Um, right. And I think he's like, yeah, opened up the uh, treasury and given them all gold cloaks and fitted them out. And then, like, yeah, this is pretty fucked up. This, uh, it's not like um, crazy though. <laughs> like, it's this, no. this, like, for for a night of doing it all at once is is like you know pretty fucked up. There's the horse and cart w- filled with uh, limbs, but this is how justice was, you know, meted out in um, in these kinds of societies. Um, Human meat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so they end up with a cart of. Everybody can't fully, um, uh, yeah, on human meat. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's, um, it's kind of like he's gone. Yeah, you you want me to to be the head of the city watch? Well, I'm gonna really take it overly seriously. Yeah, exactly. Almost to make a point where he's yeah. like, they've given him this thing where later on, um, 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 um the king is like, I wanted you to follow my laws and he's like i am that's mm. all i'm doing and it's mm. he makes it sound as though they thought this was a role they could kind of have him under the thumb in because he's only got so much scope of what he can do because he's meant to enact the king's laws but he's really really going for it otto's got a problem with that he's talking about fucking don't let him act with this sort of impunity but now damon's in the room and gets quite tense he mm-hmm. says some shit about his dead wife otto steps up and he's like yeah fucking say mate yeah, yeah, because they talk about like, hey, why don't you like go hang out in the like lands you've been given, Damon, and take care of your wife? And he, yeah, he's like, I don't like my wife, but you can have her because yeah. yours is dead. 
it's kind of, I mean, it's an absolute dick move. To be fair, he did get him. He did get him. Uh, and it sounds like Damon has been set up with this wife that he's got through, you know, against his own wishes. It's probably almost certainly a marriage of politics and convenience and all those sorts of things. So um, that's, I guess, where he's at with it. But, um, yeah, you, you everyone else... You see from them... Sorry. Go on. I was just going to say, you can see from the way they're... I think probably the same thing you were about to say. The as compared to the pretty smoothly running, easy business business court that they had previously, Damon's come in and he's really shook it up. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, I was going to say that like everyone except for Viserys uh, openly dislikes him, <laughs> which is kind of fucked up for the brother of the king. It's like he might be a dick, but don't you respect him? Yeah, well, and um, fuck, man, I'm going to have to start writing down names. Valerian. Uh, yep. Corliss, yep. Apple, I remember Apple, it. Apple. Corliss is kind of like, you know what? He's kind of right that we do need to... Yes. Do- so he's got a little bit of yes. Uh, yes ending from him. Yeah, Corliss is like, look, I mean, they were criminals. We, we cut Thieves, you cut off their hands. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know what you expected him to do. And, and I think the real reason that everyone's so antsy about it is because it's not because he is enacting the King's Law. It's because he has well-armed and trained, like whatever they say, 2,000 men. It's like he has a small army now, which is just something that they did not foresee. Exactly. And potentially uh, the um, ambition to claim a a right to the throne. Yes. Like, they're not stupid. They know what he's doing. But Corliss is like, I don't mind him. I'd watch him fuck someone through like a weird kind of grate. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole bunch of other people watching him fuck someone through this weird kind of grate. Yep. Um, But he's troubled. He can't do it. (laughs) Yeah, he can't. He's beefed up Matt Smith for this role. Yeah, yeah. He's absolutely chucked on a a couple of a couple of bulk kilos here to be chucked on an ab or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know he's. He's a little bit sad, and he he meets out that um that work distributes that to a to a woman to 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 help him emotionally recover from things. So he's actually pretty cool, I think. So this is um yeah this is Miseria, aka Sonoya Mizuno, an actor who well yeah I've seen in Devs and Maniac. She was really good in um. But she's playing the sort of sex worker, sex... What was it called? Sex position. Uh, oh, yeah, it is of, sex position. Yeah, yeah. Um, Getting them to talk about their inner secrets because they're in a secret place. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they, 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 they have something going on too because later on he, he brings her along wearing a big dress to mm. come ride his dragon. Mm. And then afterwards they get on his pet dragon um, perfectly delivered Knox. <laughs> thank you so much i'm i'm super in the zone right now <laughs> um i'd be ready to compete at a big tournament where mm. we use jokes instead of lances now this fucking sequence here this this tournament and the games and stuff a i love the sort of kind of uh mirroring of the beginning of mm-hmm. game of thrones where yes. that kind of started with these sorts of games and Mm -hmm. b i just thought this was all so well put together and so like 
uncomfortably violent but in a necessary way and so uh well done for putting you back in this world and seeing everyone develop uh and interact with each of the different houses Mm -hmm. showing you where they all stand who likes who who hates who it just all comes out during this scene yeah yeah I, i loved it i think i was like on board um up until this point but like as with the original Game of Thrones, you do get a lot thrown at you, and while it all may be interesting, you do feel a bit lost, um, or at least you just right. struggle. You're trying to put it together. You have to think about it quite a lot. Whereas this is completely visceral, um, and and yeah, really well done. That the intercutting stuff uh, works fantastically. It's not showy or anything. It's like, yeah, this there's a purpose for this, and it's to make you feel this way. Um, and yeah, you get character right. stuff. Damon proves himself to be um, a, like a pretty good fighter. Not the best fighter, but pretty damn good. Um, and a dick. And um, Right. Yeah. First person he chooses. He gets to choose who he fights for whatever reason. And he picks uh, Otto's son yep. as the first person very pointedly. And yeah, you're right that like that chaos of figuring out who's who and like being like, oh, I heard someone say Baratheon. Cool. Mm, mm. It's great to have that feeling of chaos in a place that is exactly meant to feel chaotic anyway, because it's this big, crazy thing. Fuck, man. Corliss is doing the best. I'm kind of skimming through the episode as we go here to remind Mm. ourselves of what happened. He's the guy for reaction shots. (laughs) Cut to him anytime there's an eyebrow to be lifted because he's absolutely selling it every single time for me. Yeah, no, I agree. And also, yeah, I guess um, it's it you have to have a character who's uh, allegiances and not necessarily fully um, on the table uh, to us as the audience. Mm. Um, It's it's um, yeah, it's great. It's great to just sort of have a little um, a little compass point for all of these episodes yeah. or for, for all of these scenes in this episode. And yeah, liking his performance as well. Loved the look of the character. And um, yeah, I, there was a lot of, a lot of that stuff here. I guess we know that Rainus um, is, I mean, she's, she's, <laughs> you take a real word and you funny. add a letter on the start. <laughs> That's the George uh, model. It's, she's playing nice, but like must just have a lot of resentment, and uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a great scene for sort of bringing all of that out, and and then like uh, literalizing it with, yeah, um, Damon just trying to smash a bunch of dudes up, and he fights dirty. He's got a big dragon helmet. He knocks yep. a guy's horse's knees out at one mm. point, but ultimately loses to uh, a guy named I think Cole. The the family's named Cole. Yes, yeah, C O L E. Yep, it is Sir Kristen Cole. You see, that's so weird because they've got you know Baratheon and all of these things, and then one of them's just named like a second tier Jonas brother or whatever. Yeah. Kristen Cole is absolutely Disney manufacturing plant human type of name. So. I love his TikTok though; like he does some really funny stuff, and like you know he can yeah. do a backflip as well, which is really exciting. Wow! I uh, I was convinced he was going to die. He's a handsome yet unknown actor uh, who's pitted against a Damon. I was certain that he was going to get his fucking skull caved in. Nah, he's going to be real important for some reason. I think he'll end up trying to lead some revolution or something. There's got to be sure. a reason we've never heard of the Coles later on. Yeah, true. True, true. But um, uh, yeah, at the same time, we got a bloody labor going on. Or like almost that's announced, I think, like at the start of this, right? It's like, hey, the Queen's in labor yes. and everyone cheers. 
But then the uh, I think the maester comes and gets him, and mm. it's clearly going a bit wrong. And then shit at the tournament is going absolutely wacko. Mm-hmm. Everyone's killing each other, banging their heads against stuff. Yeah. And unfortunately, the blood on the field mirrors the blood at home. Yeah. As, uh, they the the labor's not going well. I've often and, said, um, Adam. I've often said that the childbed is like a battlefield. Holy shit. Mm. You know, it's crazy. If you'd have said that but 20 minutes ago in this very episode of this mm. show, mm-hmm. you'd have been foreshadowing. <laughs> Do you well, realize that? The, <laughs> what are the chances of that happening? I know. Uh, but yeah, fucking hell. Poor Queen Emma. She's really going through it. She's had, she, yeah, she's already had it. Sounds like after Rhaenyra's, Rhaenyra's? What's her name? <laughs> Rihanna. Um, a bunch yeah. of a bunch of yeah really unhealthy and and uh physically painful and uh failed unfortunately pregnancies and god yeah. be god be damned if they haven't uh forced another one to get that male heir and uh, yeah it's uh it's real bad she she's like she's i love her performance it's a shame that we don't ever get to see her again but uh really believable right it is tough to watch this scene yeah. It is fucking brutal. It is realistic. Yeah. They make the king decide whether or not to to try and save the baby because the mother's going to die probably either way. Mm. And him crouching down beside her and then her slowly realizing what's happening to her is yeah. fucking awful and yeah. really convincingly delivered, unlike the baby. <laughs> but <laughs> it... It, yeah, it's just fucking brutal to watch, and it's uh, a, a bold, bold, um, awful, necessary scene. Yeah, I, I, as much as the the jousting got me, um, the yeah, the boldness and the the sort of um, re reality, the emotion of of this scene, you know, yeah. specifically. Um, was like impressive. Reality, by I guess. the way, is the name of the of the third Targaryen sister. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> apparently the this this little baby who yeah they do they sacrifice Queen Emma, uh, they cut her open. Yeah. They don't know how to do cesareans properly, and uh, Balon, a little baby boy, is successfully delivered. At the same time as Damon having his hopes dashed and being beaten, this boy coming out really suggests that he's banged down and on the ground. Yep. But then- yep. He's been trumped. There's a new heir. And uh, yeah, we don't learn until a bit later what actually happens. Now, I don't know if transitioning from that scene to talking about our sponsor who makes sharp objects is necessarily (laughs) the exact right place to put it. (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) if you yourself... and maybe filming a birth scene and want to yep. clean yourself up a little bit beforehand, then you hey, will need help from a company such as Manscaped. If you want to conceive and you want to make sure you're trim and terrific down there for your lover, uh, <laughs> the products can you of Manscaped. Imagine, <laughs> can you imagine how embarrassing it would be to look your child in the eye on his 18th birthday and admit to them that you had pubes when you made them? <laughs> 
Your child would be disappointed with you. And that's why the people at Manscaped are here. They make really, really good, uh, uh, you know, personal grooming products. Yeah. Uh, the the Lawnmower 4.0 is their, like, flagship kind of um, electric razor thing, and it's it's fantastic. I use it on my face, which it, 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 it is really good for that. Yeah. A different one. <laughs> But downstairs as well. I have two bathrooms, one upstairs, one downstairs. And in both of them, I shave my balls and my face with the same razor. <laughs> if you want to uh, keep your platinum blonde pubes, which I assume every Targaryen has, uh, trim mm. and looking nice. Uh, yeah, you can get the lawnmower 4.0. You can get the uh, the colognes and the balms. And uh, I, my favorite is their ear and nose hair trimmer. It's incredibly it's safe, as is the electric razor. And, uh, hey, turns out I've got some nose hairs to trim. And I love the, yeah, the Manscaped ear, ear and nose hair trimmer. It works perfectly. They're all like little Being USB here. chargers. They're, uh, it's super, They're super convenient. Great bu- uh, build quality. Like literally the best razor that I've ever used. There's a thing called the performance package you can get, which like bundles a bunch of things together mm. and then gives you like sort of a best of thing with including like a leather pouch that is very good for taking your toiletries overseas, which is exactly what I did with it. You do though, they won't be able to remind you to put the things that you need in there, or you might just end up bringing an empty fucking toiletries pouch to the other side of the world. <laughs> because you didn't bother to open it up and look inside and see whether or not you'd actually remembered to do that. But now you've got a perfect uh, toiletries bag to fill up with British toiletries. Yeah. Um, Blokescaped or whatever they have over here. I can bring on back. Chav trimmed. I believe it's the case that if you want to get anything from Manscaped, you can go to manscaped.com and use Mm -hmm. the code ARIA at checkout, as in ARIA talking to me, A-R-Y-A, and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. That is 100% correct. A 20% discount, 100% correct. Yeah, manscaped.com, use the code ARIA. Um, it's a great gift. Father's Day is coming up in Australia. Uh, it's, yeah, like a must-have for, for any dude who ever trims any of his body hair. Uh, so why not use the code ARIA at manscaped.com? You get a discount, you get free shipping, and you help out this little show. A shave fit for a king. Oh, no. The king is too sad to shave because his <laughs> wife and son are dead. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty much straight away, right, that that uh, we fade up on the pyre, the, the funeral pyre. You see the baby in the hands of the maester and uh, people at the at the games are sort of starting to hear the news that, uh-oh, the, it seems like something's gone wrong. Yes. And then, yes, we're down at the coast and we're, we're having a funeral for, you see the, the, the mother's body all kind of wrapped up and on a... Um, Exactly, funeral pyre. A Darth Vader style. A little tiny wrapped up second one for a smaller mother. Yeah. What a a sad coincidence. Some other mum died on the same day. Um, Yeah. I I didn't really think. I was like, what? (laughs) I I I didn't think it was the baby. Like, you know, in terms of a split second, I was like, who's the. Who's that little. Is. I just didn't think that baby would fucking die straight away and make the whole thing pointless. But, you know, it, it, yeah. yeah, that's what happened. It, the, the, both of them, unfortunately, well, hopefully are dead and wrapped up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I ain't raising this baby with no mother. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, everyone's uh, looking pretty forlorn about this. Mm. Um, Rihanna is standing there and her thoughts, her and... Uh, 
her and Damon are talking and she's saying like, I hope that while that son was alive for a few hours that my dad was happy because he never has been with me. Like she's, mm. I think kind of being beaten down by the fact that like she lost her mother and this yeah. boy pointlessly. And now her entire upbringing as being not the future son also must seem pointless to her because that, that boy is dead. That like, yeah, her whole life has been as this afterthought mm -hmm. for the purposes of raising this boy eventually. And now, yeah, that's all gone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the mum too. So there's just like it's just was all completely pointless. Um, and Damon seems actually sympathetic towards this, and is actually kind of like he does. He seems to care about her in a sort of a weird seeming way, but also in a genuine way. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and then do we go straight to the, uh, back to the council? Yeah. She gets her dragon to, we hear a Dracarys and uh, oh, yes. set fire to the That's right. bodies and stuff, which I don't suppose I understand how Targaryens work because so do they just, you can burn them after they die? Yeah. I don't know. And it's like, well, oh, but is it only dragon fire? Cause I think that, you know, the Daenerys scene, it was like, they just, Burnt down uh, a, that a was tent. Just fire, fire. It was just fire, fire. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's yeah, just okay. dragon fire. I did think about that as well. I'll I was like, huh? but maybe I think it must be. It must be that. Um, and but then, yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. We're back at the council. Back at the council. Everyone's angry uh, and putting. You know, like being very like. Well, fucking. It's all fucked up. But like, we have to settle this succession thing because it can't be Damon. I'm sorry, but he's a fucking crazy guy. He's a wild man, and he can't be king. Um, as Damon is, like, hiding next door, listening through the wall. Man, where the fuck is he? It's insane that he's able to just stand in a cupboard and listen to this meeting. It's I know. ridiculous. That, yeah, it's like, even if it wasn't him, where's your security? Like, anyone could be eavesdropping on this. This is, yeah, this is stupid. It's the silliest thing in this whole episode. is, And it doesn't really add anything. Like, he's, yes, overhearing what their plans are, but he kind of could have guessed that this is the sort of shit they'd have said. Yeah. I don't think it would really necessarily help or hinder his thoughts towards the council in terms of the story for him to have literally heard this. Mm. So having him fucking, you know, with his hands splayed out, hanging above the ceiling, <laughs> yes. like, pressed against there <laughs> like a Spider-Man doesn't... It just seems really weird and silly. Yeah, especially because it feels to me like Viserys is not anti-Damon. You know, like he he is uh, distracted, obviously. Clearly he's distracted and grieving and he doesn't want to deal with it at all. But he doesn't say mm. like, no, I don't think Damon should be king. I don't, I, he never says, yeah, I agree with you. He's too much of a psycho. Like he he equivocates a little bit, but he's, he's you know... He doesn't do anything that should motivate Damon to do what Damon does later in, you know, the episode. I, I, it, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I totally agree. There's right. no reason for him to listen in. Because they're talking about Damon's ambition and, the, you know, uh, it's mostly Otto who's very anti-Damon. The rest seem yes. pretty, pretty like, well, rules are that Damon's the natural successor. Like, that's kind of just the situation we're in. Yeah. And then the king kind of gives Otto a bit of a dressing down because he's like, you fucking told me to put Damon in the city watch that you're now complaining is his army. Yeah. So 
don't act like I'm fucking around here when you're the one who messed it up and he's my brother, so, you know, don't fuck with him. <laughs> However, who knows who should have it? Let me think on it. I think he, I, I don't think they make... Um, the one thing that the king does say about Damon that Damon kind of um, sneers at a little bit is that, he, you know, he doesn't have the patience for the throne. Right, yeah, which true. Which Otto quite rightly says there's not a man who the gods have made who... Hasn't doesn't have the patience for absolute power or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of Corliss as well. The, there's a lot of maneuvering. A, chucks from... a quick little. Um, there is a lot of maneuvering. Corliss chucks a little like, "Hey, what about my wife? Maybe we could. Maybe she could be. Yeah, I remember my wife? No, we already dealt with that twenty years ago. Yeah, she was a no. I'm sorry. She's still a Sheila. They're in an interesting position to like because. Obviously, Damon would be getting, kind of getting back at the person who took the throne from them, that Corliss and uh, I forget the name of his wife, who would have been queen. But then yeah. if they support his daughter, that's kind of like putting back together the thing that was fucked about why they didn't get it. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they sort of side with. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yes, yeah, Otto is really, I think, revealing his... It comes across as like just dislike for Damon... But he's a maneuverer, specifically as well. He, he he's he's it's starting to become a bit more clear. Like he's making some political moves. Mm. I, I have to assume selfishly. Um, but yeah, just after this meeting, he tells little Allison to go and comfort the king, which I feel is a real move. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, he's got a touch of the Lannisters about him in more than his uh, his kind of delivery of these lines here. Yep. Because, um, yeah, right after this meeting where the king says, uh, hey, my fucking wife and son just died. I won't let you crows feast on her. And I'm like, aha, I get what that's from. What is this, a storm of swords in here? What are you guys doing? <laughs> this is this. We don't want a bloody clash of clans about this. Yeah, this so, battle for the... For- for the the big chair, it's a real Game of Thrones up in here. This is a real man. Well, you're standing over there. I'm standing over here. It's like we're on two towers here. What's going on? Mm. <laughs> well, this should be the return of the king, not the goddamn uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Um. I love how he said all of that. It's a cool scene. I'm glad Matt Damon got to overhear it as well. <laughs> I, 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 that was genuinely an accident saying Matt at the start of Damon there, <laughs> and it's but it's been something that's gone through my head every time we've said Damon. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> um, it's yeah. Matt Smith playing Damon. Matt Smith Damon. It's impossible to not just say Matt Damon. We'll say it from now on yes. forever. Um, she does it. She doesn't seem like to be said, particularly comfortable with it, right? She doesn't want to go up there. She doesn't yeah. seem to be enjoying this. She's very good friends with this man's daughter. <laughs> but um yeah, Otto is clearly using her to he he says like, Hey, it wouldn't hurt if you fucking put on his dead wife's dress. Or no, your mother's dress. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. there used to be something between Damon and or uh, sorry, um Viserys. <gasps> Viserys? Viserys and uh maybe uh, Otto's ex wife who yeah. seems to have died. Yep. But um all we see them do is like sit down and talk about history and she's got a book, uh, but you know, the implication is pretty heavily implied there. Yep. 
uh, uh, partly by directly cutting to full-on penetrative sex right yeah, after this. Yeah, not a lot of implication this, going on in this scene. No, they're doing full Game of Thrones shit, including the best part of this entire episode when they... Uh, one of his flunkies, one of Damon's flunkies. It's like, yep. shut up, everybody. Everyone kind of freezes what they're doing. And there's two people in the middle of the room, currently in the middle of doggy-style sex, yep. who just sort of turn their heads, remain exactly the same <laughs> yes. in this like incredibly well-lit centerpiece of the room. It's like, huh? <laughs> and then wait for an entire speech to be delivered. It's great. Yeah. Motionless, yep. but in the exact same position. <laughs> position as we kind of cut back and forth between this and the next day of uh, Otto reporting to the king that there's some rumours that uh, mm. uh, Damon was kind of talking shit about his recently dead son. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up with the, the little bomb more of the air for a day, which is pretty cruel, <laughs> pretty mean. Uh I'm looking at this shot of this guy being in a little bon mot right now in the little <laughs> in the middle of the room. God, it's stupid looking. They've bon- lit them so well. I know, I know. It I, looks like the fucking Last Supper. I, I was going to say exactly that. It looks like a a, a, a debaucherous Renaissance painting. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's in the middle of a bon mot, I guess you would call it. But um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> Game of it's, Thrones is back on TV. It's back on. I, I I love it. I love the you know. It's so arch. It's so uh, it's so yeah. It just leans right into it. Make it look like a fucking Renaissance painting and chuck a dragon in there occasionally. <laughs> and so they the the dragon. I will say during the uh, funeral scene looked a little bit more dicey than the one that had had a bit more money put in it at the start. There was a couple of shots with that dragon where it looked a little green screen yeah, or whatever. It looked I, a little bit CGI. I agree. I saw a couple of recaps and reviews being like, well, they've clearly upped the budget for the CGI, but even the initial scene where like the dragon lands, it was like that I've seen better looking video games, but you know, it's cuz they're obviously using CGI to build out the backgrounds and to make all of the, right, you know, right, the landscapes right. and shit look real, but um, eh, you know, it's not the most important thing. The about opening these shows. swoops and stuff I thought were very well done, but yeah, mm. just a couple of little. Not that it fucking matters. Yeah. Um, but then we're back at the throne room after these accusations that have been corroborated by multiple witnesses. Apparently, king yep. for a day, and or air for a day. Um, and then yeah, the king is Viserys is confronting his brother about it. Uh, in the throne room, asking like, "Did you fucking say it? Did you say exactly mm. the thing that I know you said? Call me your grace, fuck you." And he starts kind of, he doesn't like fess up to, it, but he's like, "I fucking, I see things how they are, dude." Mm. And that guy you're always loving, Otto, yep. that guy is a cunt, and these walls are going to reverberate the first cunt of the show, just to really drive it home. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's he, and I think we've probably been led to perceive this uh, across the episode. Uh, Viserys is—I don't know if weak is how we're supposed to see him, but he has some—he has some weaknesses that you know maybe hold him back from being the perfect king. Um, at, yeah. at the very least, Damon definitely sees it that way. Damon being uh, a someone who is obsessed with strength and power, despite 
his own uh, inability to close the deal with his um, with with uh, fuck what an Masseria and in his his inability to close the deal with the jousting, he has a bit of yep. a power complex. It seems like. And they make a point earlier in that in that jousting scene to be like, all of these people are peacetime losers. None of them have fought yes. in a real war. This is we've been in a peace for seventy years. Everyone here is pretending. Yep. And yep. this king is kind of like that. Damon's kind of like that. Like there's a lot of tension and anger and rage and that sort of stuff building up in people that they've got nowhere to put it because mm. other than like into the city watch and just beating up people nearby. Yeah. Because there's there's nothing to do. They need yep. a little bit of conflict. But yeah, the conflict. But yeah, here. they have an argument about like you've never asked me to be your hand. What's the deal with that? And he's yeah. like, what's the deal with that? You're a fucking asshole. I keep fucking giving you shit, but you throw it back in my face. It's like you don't give me shit. You give me shit. Mm. Um, and then Viserys cuts his hand on the throne. He keeps getting fucking cut on this throne. Apparently. Yeah, he said earlier that the thing on his back was just a little cut from the throne. Don't mm. worry about it. And hey, if it's a thing that is being exacerbated by the stress of being a king, if it is a, a consuming cancer that is being made worse by that, then I guess kind of right. Or maybe it's a but sign yeah, he's holding that his big... He doesn't deserve sorry. to be king. The throne's rejecting him, Adam. Damn. <laughs> maybe he's not... Cut out for it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that means he's meant to be a thematic thing or if it's just like, yeah, he keeps getting cut on this thing and his body is not able to deal with it. I don't know. I guess it means something. We're just not sure yet. I mean, the way they make him look, he looks ridiculous with this big showy sword that, like, he barely looks capable of wielding. He, like, he's. He was never meant to be king. He wasn't brought up being king. That yep. previous king had two sons who both died. Like he's mm-hmm. been thrust into this much in the same way that he's about to thrust his daughter into it. Yeah. Uh, in the next scene, he's down having a look at a uh, Viserion, I believe was the name of the dragon with the big head. Okay. Um, and they're, they're standing down at that basement where later on Jamie and uh, Cersei will die. Oh yes, yes, yes. And. They have a little chat about like, hey, look, my son's dead, but I guess I've been wasting my time not telling you how to be the next ruler. Mm. I reckon you should be queen. And by the way, here's a secret. In the future, there's going to be a thing called the Night King, but don't worry about that shit because it'll go away. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. I don't know what the point of that was at all. It, I assume that it is like, you know, in the, text and whatever is like a true thing that the Targaryens passed down this like long-standing prophecy of doom and whatever Mm. but knowing what happens with the Night King story that he's fucking talking about right it's it really does make you think like oh don't worry about that you can just stab him once yeah it's fine just stab him once and uh you'll win and it, and like I guess Does someone I'm, important need to stab him? No, 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 no. 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 Anyone, anyone. But yeah, being like, He'll hey, be every- easily tricked as well. <laughs> Everyone has to ally. All the kingdoms have to come together. It's like, well, I mean, nah. I guess that happened, but it wasn't because of the Targaryen. Like, yeah, it's just a bit. I don't know. Just a bit. It just fell prank a bit him, super prank him, and he'll uh, he'll fall for it. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you just do the Jurassic Park Velociraptor thing where one of you's to the left and yeah. he's got it? You're done. It's and it good. won't. It won't really have any sort of like overall bearing on the story or the emotions or the politics or anything. No, 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 It'll no, just no. kind of go away immediately. 
yeah, they'll deal with it like probably five episodes before the end. The whole mm. thing that seemed like the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. they'll do an epilogue for most of that season. And it that was my only real massive problem with that last season. And it does make sense, though, this prophecy. If the thing that I think we talked about, the theory of maybe Bran was like controlling the Night King and it was all maneuvering to mm -hmm. get himself on the throne. Mm -hmm. I reckon that's what the ending of Game of Thrones is, personally. Is yeah, that Bran yeah. did it. And, and um, I, I won't hear different. <laughs> I don't know what I think it really is, but that um, makes it seem... Like, they really thought about it, which is good. <laughs> yeah. Reminding everyone of, like, one of the worst aspects of the ending of that show was a strange move to make in the first episode. But yeah. he does it. But mainly tells her, hey, we're going to set you up. You're going to be the heir. Yeah. Yep. It's finally time. There's going to be a real queen on the throne. Um, and she's, like, pretty okay with it. Um I guess, yeah, what we know of her character is that she wants to be able to do meaningful things um, and exciting things yep. and not just sit around being a, being a mum. Uh, and uh, and seems pretty canny, you know, pretty smart. So, um, yeah, I think this is yep. cool. It obviously sets her against her uncle who they... Well, potentially, I guess. They may... They who may... She, she doesn't seem that dissimilar from, though. Yeah, yeah, true. True, true, true. So um, it, yeah. the fact that, so yeah, you get this scene of her kind of like being a bit stunned by that, but then being kind of sworn in or whatever you yep. would call it, being announced to the to the court and stuff. So, I, and I want to point out, I think Valerian as in Valerian Steel and Valerion as in Corliss Valerion might be different. <laughs> I think Fucking hell. Maybe someone was sitting there being annoyed by that this whole time because I'm just looking at the subtitle uh, and it's spelled in a way I think is different. So I okay. think this might just be uh, like a blacksmith yeah. and a smith. My name is Smith, but yep. I'm a smith. Okay. Anyway. That's confusing. But so they're all, all the lords <laughs> and whatever. They're all kind of gathering around for this... Um, whatever they call this ceremony, letting everyone know that she's next. Yep. And they all seem to be pretty begrudging. Yeah, absolutely. I thought the Starks and the Baratheons were pretty uh, like, oh, fucking all right, I guess we have to do this. Yeah. Um, all the other people who we've already seen as well, who are part of the court, uh, who weren't just, you know, flying in. Uh, yeah, they're also, they're all, yeah, just to be like, okay, I guess so. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this all she'll be killed this is a waste of a trip <laughs> yeah yeah um because then we see uh damon flying away she's been given the power in the court or whatever but he's flying away on an actual dragon yeah he's yeah, yeah properly actually using a dragon which she can but i don't know showing her being looked at disapprovingly by a sea of people and then him mastering the art of flight Yep. really puts uh, puts him in a position where you think, well, maybe he's a little bit more um, a little bit more set up to uh, win a fight than her. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I just thinking about it then, like I assumed while watching it, like, oh, the you know the dad has has set her against uh, Damon, who's a fucking you know uh, loose cannon. Uh, but I don't know why they can't be allied. Um, you know. If they are friends, if they do get along, yeah, there's no like they, he has been banished. Like that was one of the things that um, uh, uh, Viserys was like, 
Yeah, also, Damon, get the fuck out of here. Go back to the Vale, the place that, you know, we gave you those lands. Go hang out with your wife. You know, you're out of here. Um, so I guess he's doing that. He does take Mysteria with him. Um, it's yeah. yeah, it's not confirmed that he's actually going back to the Vale. He's just leaving. So maybe he's just going off to do some bloody uh, plotting and scheming somewhere and he'll come back soon. You'd assume so. It's hard to read the look in her eyes in this end bit. Yeah. She looks intimidated by this responsibility that's being put on her. She looks surprised and sort of shocked and all of that. But there's a little bit of hunger in there. There's Mm -hmm. a little bit of excitement in there. So it's hard to get a read on exactly where she stands with the prospect of being the queen. Yeah. And I mean, she's the queen... She's the heir. She's been announced as the heir, so she's not the queen yet. Right, yes. It, it's still probably, you know, it is in a bit of limbo. We know that Viserys, prob- well, we think he's probably going to die of this weird, you know, whatever it is. Um, I'd assume, yeah. But but for her, uh, currently it's just like, well, I'm probably the target of a lot of, uh, you know, dislike and scepticism and, you know, she's a womaning. Um, but it's not the crucial point yet. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think she's probably into it, but whether she's able to deal with it and, and handle it and wield that power or not is something we will find out. Yeah, maybe, maybe not for a while, but then also she's probably going to be the target of assassins <laughs> just as the air. So. One, one thing we do know from Game of Thrones being our only other reference point for this series, not having read any of the stuff, but having watched that, is that the Targaryens are still in power up until Baratheon comes along and knocks them out, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, maybe 30 years or whatever before the start of Game of Thrones. Right. So we're 140 years or so of more Targaryens from this point. So a Targaryen will win this. Yeah, It's not like this can kick off. It could kick off a civil war and whatever, but there's not going to suddenly be like, and look, here's the Starks or whatever. It'll be Targaryen on Targaryen action. The hottest sister wife (laughs) on sister wife. um, Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Nice. And yeah, you're right. Like her, she is at a disadvantage for a while until she's properly the queen and Mm. it becomes more difficult to assassinate or to discredit a a sitting queen. Mm -hmm. She will be looked down upon for being being a woman in STEM. Yeah. Which stands for (laughs) sitting on the throne each morning. Okay. Um, Yeah. I uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I uh, I like the performance uh, of uh, it's uh, uh, who is it? Wh- whoever plays uh, Rhaenyra, Millie Alcock, apparently, um, really yeah, good. Right. Like you said, there's a lot of subtlety to that performance. You know, as there should be. There's that ambiguity in that moment. Um, uh, I like uh, Paddy Considine as King Viserys. I believe that character entirely. He's such a you know, yeah. uh, flawed, but but uh, you know, um, still somewhat capable king. Uh, Matt Smith is yeah, like we said before. I think he's perfectly cast. I, I've really enjoyed him, and yeah, Reesiphons as the, the potentially meddling hand of the king, who maybe is actually yeah. a good guy, but maybe just has different loyalties. Is um, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying all of that stuff so far and and everything else as well the cinematography Completely. the the pacing it's it's been a, a yeah it's a, a really well well put together and well made episode of tv 
totally if they're able to kind of flesh out all of these characters as much as it seems like there's room for depth there then this will be great i'm yeah. really looking forward to watching more of it i hope that at some point this turns into like better call soul where we get a post break uh post game of thrones thing oh where it did turn out to be bran all along and then we can finally go oh great okay that makes uh, sense yeah 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 yeah. all that fucking three-eyed raven shit in the cave that okay they've all yeah actually that's why that something. was of course yeah it's all in black and white and whatever I uh, the TV show. I think you referenced it last week. Uh, that I hope this becomes, and like you said, because we know this is Targaryens all the way down. I hope this becomes, uh, you know, like Succession. I think uh, there's a lot right. of a lot of room for twists and turns without having to, yeah, have a full scale war and change the families over or anything. Um, and I think they've put in place uh, characters that make me want to see them you know, have those machinations and plots and schemes and stuff. I, I, uh, I'm excited to continue watching the house, sorry, house of the dragon. The house that the dragon built. <laughs> yeah. House, house of the dragon improvement. House. <laughs> That's a, a dragon doing the Tim Allen. Crime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if, I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll be back next week with the second episode. It, it's 10 in this first series, right? Um, let me see. Let me see if I can see episodes, IMDb, um, one season, season one. Yeah. Yep. That's 10. It's a 10 episode right. season. Uh, well, we'll th- see you every week for the mm. next, what, two and a half months. Yeah. And, uh, I'm so relieved that I enjoyed watching this show. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Instagram at Are You Talking to Me and like you know send us a message if you got some opinions on yeah the first episode or uh, Are You Talking to Me Pod at gmail dot com for anything a bit more uh, you know in depth. Um, we had a few yeah. uh, emails, but I, I you know the speculation was pretty vague. Um, people are just yeah seemed to be hoping that it was going to be good, but um, yeah if you can if you can uh, leave out any spoilers. Uh, especially, yeah, if you are, it would be great if you're just a TV watcher like us. Um, yeah, you can get in touch there. But yeah, for now... Let us know um, what you thought of this one too. Yeah, exactly. I'm interested yeah. to see if, if in general people enjoyed this one because we're going to be, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to enjoy it as we mm. continue doing Aria Talking to Me too. House of the Chin Wagon. <laughs> very, very good Can you stuff. sign off on that name? Yeah. Uh, I guess you've already announced it, so I don't have. <sighs> that really, sounded really like the scrolling a of a pen doing a signature to me. <laughs> um, but yes, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. If you knew the show, uh, that's awesome. If you haven't rated and reviewed us on uh, Spotify and iTunes or slash Apple Podcasts, that'd be uh, awesome. Uh, just telling a friend about the pod would be sick. Uh, but otherwise, we'll see you next week. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.